Justin Timberlake, he just can't do anything without dragging Britney through the mud, even though she gave him like the biggest olive branch in the world. And two days later, he poops all over again. Just an idiot. A talented guy who just can't seem to never not be unlikable. It's we're done. We're done. And you know what? Uh, One of our listeners who's a big time listener, Kelly, wrote in and and she said that she found um, something about how he always says that before the song, which just leads us to go. Before Cry Me a River? Before Cry Me a River is where he goes, you know, I'm not going to say I don't owe anybody an apology. Yeah. I mean, in so many terms. You say it. Yeah. I absolutely don't owe anybody a bleeping apology. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Before and I, he sings Cry Me a River, which uh, anybody who knows anything of pop culture, music, whatever, we know there's a Britney lookalike in the video. Exactly. So he relies on that to maybe get kind of attention going, again. Yeah, to kind of remember the good old times when uh, yeah, he, got he was drag on top. her through the mud. Yeah, I just, I just remember her walking through that like very like white house you know it, it looks like somewhere in florida where she's wearing the hat half covering mm-hmm. her face Which britney wore those hats all the time constantly the whole outfit was totally britney, britney through mm-hmm. and through the hair was i mean this woman looked exactly like britney yeah. spears anyway let's move on from that dink maybe he'll win ass hat tomorrow and i won't be at all sad or mad that the chads brads and dads did not get the trophy they so richly deserve. That would feel like even, yeah, an, an Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Same. But, um, okay, so this is kind of, I don't know, I think this is, I, I, I'm excited about this. This is a, a a dream cast, and the movie has already wrapped production, so uh, it's being directed by Gia Coppola of uh-huh. the Coppola family. Her aunt is Sophia. She's 37 years old. The name of the movie is called The Last Showgirl. It stars, um, and Gia said she's always wanted to make a movie in Vegas. And the movie follows a seasoned showgirl, Pamela Anderson. Dang. Who plans for her future when her show abruptly closes after 30 years in Las Vegas. As a dancer in her 50s, she struggles what to do next. As a mother, she strives to repair a strained relationship with her daughter, Kiernan Shipka, is the daughter. Love that. Who um, often took a backseat to her showgirl family. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Dave Batista. Brenda Song and Billy Lord are also in the movie, and it's called The Last Showgirl. Damn, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds so good. And I love, uh, what was the one we, Hacks, where we got to get an insight into like a comedian that didn't give yeah, her daughter right. any attention, but that was obviously very comedic. Yeah. And I think this will be just like a more layered version of this. I think it sounds amazing. It sounds good. And Gia said, I am so proud of Pam. Pamela, I can't wait for people to see her daring and heartfelt performance. This is so good. And if you know her, yeah, Kieran Shipka is the one who is the daughter from Mad Men. Yes. Thank That's, you. Yeah, those, those she's got those very like iconic. She's got the blonde hair and the dark eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. I like that casting. Me too. I have no idea if Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be like 
maybe she's going to be the mean woman who runs the showgirls. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like or some runs, like agent or, yeah. Runs the, the crew of agents, the show or yes. something, the no-nonsense person. Yeah, I could see her going either way. I yeah. would, she, I mean, that's a talented group. Plus, it's a story I want to hear about. Same. I love the underbellies of everything like that. Like, yeah. I love, not even the underbellies, even like the positive sense. I love knowing when people do performances in Vegas, what kind of life they live. Same. It's it's so enthralling the the idea of them eating at the buffets or do they where do they go where do they sleep all that stuff yeah I can't remember the woman's name but Donnie had booked for us when we we were on a Vegas trip with Sun Country mm-hmm. and this woman was a showgirl in Las Vegas and she was a burlesque dancer that's what she turned into mm-hmm. she briefly dated Elvis. Wow. And she was on our show. Shot it. In and I think she was like 80 something. Oh my god. She came in sequins, bustier, amazing décolletage, high heels, in full makeup, full glam, and she had just like and I want to say that Dita Von Teese, when she when this woman died, I just can't think of her name right now. When when she died, Dita Von Teese and all these people who are like real fans of burlesque mm-hmm. made mention of her. I I don't think it was Blaze Star, but I'd have to I I could figure it out because Julie and I have a great picture. We were just in awe because she was a showgirl and a burlesque dancer. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Oh, my God. And into the early 2000s and had just retired. I want to Yeah, Blaze Star. That was an American stripper, Blesk Star. She, yeah. But I, I don't know that this is the right one. If this is the movie where I might be getting a movie mixed up. She died at the age of 83 in 2015. That, I think, think that is it. our girl. I think that's her, yeah. Well, it would be amazing if we could find the interview. Wow. Oh, I, I know it. It was just, and we had a million questions for her, but she, um, yeah, this is this is our lady, Blaze Star. And yeah, this that's is our cool. lady. Yeah, she, uh, the hottest Blaze in burlesque. I'm pretty sure this was our lady, but. It, Did anyway. she have the best stories? Well, it was just, no, Tempest Storm. That's the name of our burlesque lady. Tempest Storm was our lady, and she just died in 2021. Okay, Tempest Storm. Tempest Storm was the name of our, because Blaze was the one who there was a movie, and um, there was a movie about her, and Paul Newman was in the movie, and I think he played, like, uh, the Louisiana governor, Huey Long, who had an affair, but our Tempest, Tempest Storm was a hottie McCotterton, and she kept that blaze hair. She had the red hair, hair. and she died at the age of 93, and we had her on our show when she was like 83, and she was still periodically doing some burlesque, and she was considered like the queen of exotic dancers in Las Vegas. Yeah. So there's a lot, there was a really rich history in Vegas of just like, you know, these amazing dancers and stuff and she what couldn't have been more lovely to us you know i just love that i love the idea of you that whole interview and they called her like the tempest in a d cup and she just had like you know really yeah glorious naturally big-breasted bosoms yeah she's definitely bringing in the cash money right there yeah 
And yeah, you know, told us that, you know, about all about Elvis and there's a photo of her on a date with him. And Did you just really? Die? Oh, yeah. And, wow. you know, of course, in the 50s, everyone wore those um, people wouldn't even know what they were, but they were like these construction bras. I, I just rem- my grandmother worked at a foundation wear stop- shop when I was like in third and fourth grade, mm-hmm. but they like. It looked like cones. The bras had like strappy so that you yeah. had a very conical look oh, in your really? outfit. You could fill out the darts because of the way the bras were constructed. So I remember the photo that she showed of us with her and Elvis. I was just like, my gosh, everybody had pleated darts in their tops or dresses. I always remember fifties. I remember that was always like the short sleeve sweater. And they would have those like pointy boobs under their little short sleeve sweater. Like I've ever seen a lot of those pictures and thinking, I hope I don't have boobs as a yeah. kid. Because so, that looks painful. Yeah, I know. But she's, uh, yeah, he, he, Elvis really was intoxicated with her. He couldn't wait to get her in the sack. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, but I can't remember if they actually ever did it. I don't know that they ever did. Well, then that's probably. I think she held him off and just was like, I, uh, she didn't really want to, but I can't remember it. I, I'd have to remember. But if you Google Tempest Storm. And Elvis Presley, you can see the photo. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. 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 That's what I mean about those bras. Do you yeah. see how they oh, fill so out the darts? Pure pointy. Pure, pure pointy. Like you could take out an eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grant, you know, we were all excited about Argyle because it's from the director yeah. who gave us a funny cool. movie, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yeah, yes. which is a great movie. Great movie. Matthew Vaughn is the director. And not good. Uh, uh, the cast has been everywhere. Brian Cranston, Dua Lipa, Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard. No one can tell us what the movie is about. And they just said, well, that's because, you know, there's too many things we can give away. But the critics oh. hate this movie. Oh, it's no. at 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, oh, yeah they're branding no. it as the worst movie ever made. $200 million budget for this movie. And some of these critics, the, the comments are just hilarious. Okay, what are they? So one of the most uh, chaotically stupid action movies to torture audiences of all ages the film was dubbed one of the most expensive worst movies ever made by Kate Walsh. Um, a talented cast trapped in an endless story with a fake cat. And then how many movie stars can you can one fiasco squander? Oh, wow. It all starts to feel like one of those very expensive, very elaborate commercials for a pursuit luxury product that you don't want to buy. Here's what I found. The Apple product placement is so aggressive in this movie, it feels like you're being assaulted. Oh, no! <laughs> Million. Whoa. That's a that's a blockbuster budget. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, that's well, massive. Well, this director, he helped shepherd Rocketman to the big screen. Yep. He gave us the King's Kingsman, the Secret Service. He also great movie. Early Guy Ritchie, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. So and Snatch. Good. Oh, yeah, and Snatch, Snatch is yeah. so good. So he had this like great track record, but it is really. Bryce Ellis Howard, Sam Rockwell, Henry Kevill, Dua Lipa, Ariana DeBose, John Cena, Samuel L. Jackson, Brian Cranston, Sophia Butella, Richard E. Grant, and Catherine O'Hara. A lot of people. But no one, I watched a bunch of interviews this week with all these people. 
All I really got was that it was a spy spoof. Yeah. And I thought, is this what's going to get Henry Cavill cast as James Bond? Maybe fine. Uh, it looks I would like cute. that. Yeah. I mean, it I looks kind of cute, him. but no one can explain the movie. So now for sure, I don't know. I don't see us go. Well, I don't, I, don't, I never saw me going to this anyways. No. But I definitely. We're going to need someone to call us. We're going to need that. Yes. Yeah, so we yeah. have to task out our my talkers. And Henry Cavill has a serious uh, crew cut, you guys. Yeah, Curious flat top in this. I don't think it suits him, especially after The Witcher. I like his long locks and The Witch. I mean, don't even. Yeah, we're both Witcher holics. Yeah, don't even that. get us started on The Witcher. All right, listen. When we come back. It's time for the dirt alert. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. Yes, yes. What Our, kind of dirt do you have that we don't know about? Well, let's get to some dirt involving Jake Gyllenhaal. He is being accused of ruining a $26 million indie film with Whoa. shocking behavior. This is coming from the creator of the film himself. He did an interview to talk about this. Now, this film, this indie film was nothing recent. This was set to, to take place during the pandemic. Okay. And uh, during the early days of the pandemic, Jake had joined the cast of this survival thriller is what they were dubbing it as. And uh, it never began filming because of all these issues that this the, the creator of the film, Thomas Gillian, is bring or Gillahan, 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 or Thomas, his name doesn't matter, but he's brought these to light. So the filmmaker detailed the, f- the few days that he spent with Gyllenhaal and basically... When they started talking to each other and doing Zoom meetings about this, Gyllenhaal got so involved in the script and he wanted to change things so many times that they eventually made him an executive producer. And then he also uh, stated that when they were in Iceland, they were going to start filming, but that's when the trouble really began because this was the beginning of the pandemic and Gyllenhaal was very, very uh, paranoid about the, the spread of COVID, like a lot of us were. So he began demanding more changes be made with the script and that the people who built the set sleep in their cars and not the hotel room because he didn't want to risk getting COVID. And, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, it's just, it's, 
I, I don't see. They it. were in Iceland to start filming. Start, like Vanessa yeah. Kirby. Yeah. So there's. There were, but they never did. They never. Tale. Never got to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Recalled multiple incidents of shocking behavior. That's quote <laughs> where the actor included a humiliating moment. Uh, he also he he's accused of stripping down to his underwear. This being Gyllenhaal and swimming in the Atlantic Ocean while traveling with the Iceland crew. Which I don't see why What's that's that's, that? that's not that that's, weird. That's not that bad. But they're saying that that made the cast and crew uncomfortable. Uh, he was also, like I said, terrified of COVID, making everybody sleep in their cars and not the hotel rooms. But yeah. This project was never finished, and uh, the they representatives have been reached out to Gyllenhaal. Or they've reached out to Gyllenhaal's representatives, and he has not made any comment about this uh, accusation as of now. I'm going to put this down to creative differences, and that somewhere there's truth. maybe maybe some truth, but maybe this um, director knows he's not going to work with any other American studios, so he's feeling free to... Yeah. I don't know. No, well... This I is mean, kind of like... It's kind of... You don't usually see people, like, spilling this kind of stuff. No. And you also go, maybe they were making these weird demands because it wasn't... I mean, nice. also, that's, I guess he did a, some, like, practicing a scene in a Pepe Le Pew accent. Yeah. Okay. Which... The yeah. French director, yeah, didn't like that, yeah, and and so that's I think a lot of these things, and I, I kind of what you were just saying there, Brittany. Maybe there wasn't. They were finding that there was nothing here, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I, who knows? I don't want you know. We, we the don't. Studio has spoken. Creative differences are very normal. Oh, is that if what? unfortunate? Oh, okay. Ooh. In this case, there were concerns that could not be overcome despite great efforts on both sides. So the studio, there's something here. Probably not as extreme as this guy is saying, but um, um, we greatly value and are happy that Thomas is going to fulfill his vision. And then they named some other French language movie. (laughs) Good for him. Good for him. Well, there you go. Get some. Yeah, I guess Gyllenhaal and Vanessa Kirby rehearsed a scene in front of him and used Pepe Le Pew accents to be faux French. Like, okay. I don't know. Like, none of this would come out if the movie got made. They wouldn't care. But for some reason, I feel like Gyllenhaal was like, this movie, get me out of this movie. And so they started making weird demands and weren't taking it seriously. It's fine. Nothing to see here. Yeah, I I think that's right. Um, Hulu is now the next streaming service to start cracking down oh, on no. password sharing. They will terminate <gasps> quote vi- violators as its sole at so, it's with its sole discretion. So as they gave this announcement yesterday to all of Hulu users, they're saying now you can no longer share passwords outside of your home, just like Netflix. And I did some research. Disney has already started this. I mm-hmm. thought Disney would follow suit because they're tied together. They're now one company. Mm-hmm. But Disney started doing this already. Hulu is the third company. To follow Netflix in this Starting role. March 14th for yes. people who are existing Hulu yes. members. Yes. Starting okay. March 14th. So you I mean So I can keep using Julia's password on Hulu. You got another right? month and a half. Another can, month and a half. Because that's been one where they're like, Yeah, you can share up to six people. Yeah, and you have been relying on the feud. You want to watch that? I have FX, so I have that on the DVR. Oh good, that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's Wait, so good. I may have recorded that as well. Yeah, I think I, I did that day. Yeah. It it was on last night and it it DVR'd three episodes: the pilot, a director's 
cut of the pilot and then the second episode. Oh, that's cool. I might have that waiting for me as well. Yeah, yeah <gasps> so let's try and watch that. Okay, I'm at least tonight. one episode. Okay, I'll see what uh, I can do. Because I had bowling last night. We crushed oh. it. Nice. We crushed it. We had an all-girl team. Oh. We played pin and tonics and they're in third place and we just rock and rolled over their team because we bowled so bad the week before. Yeah, well, the tides have turned for you and speaking of an all-girl yeah. team, it was an all-girl summer as we know with music barbie yeah everything well tim burton who just did not we just learned today that beetlejuice got a new name beetlejuice beetlejuice it's oh, coming and out thank September. you for posting that trailer yeah mm-hmm. beetlejuice be, uh, it's and called beetlejuice beetlejuice there's a poster out for it and it's coming out oh, september is, 6th poster. but tim burton is set to direct gillian flynn who wrote gone girl and sharp objects mm-hmm. it's so good those are such good books mm-hmm. and she's writing this script and he's going to direct the re-imaging of attack of the 50 foot woman for warner brothers like the as in the 50s b movie the, yeah 1958 warner brothers classic wow. yeah. i don't know i mean okay i love like gillian I, flynn so much i love those books I don't know if I want to see this. Yeah, you do. Yeah, fine, you, I'm in. You're good. Yeah, you will. Lori, you've actually made a lot of decisions yeah. in my life. Yeah. Sure. Okay, you're fine. Gonna, That's how big of a pushover It I might am. be kind of fun. Yeah. You know? yeah it I might be kind of fun. I want to Because the cheesiness of those B-movies, these creature things, and then getting money behind it and a good script and could be amazing. I think it could be really good. Fine. I Look at me. Really I'm good. in. You I guys got me. I like how easy you are. I die. Of course you like how easy I am. And one last one here. Taylor Swift news. Sports books in Las Vegas will not be taking bets because they usually do prop bets. Yeah, they're nothing not gonna, on Taylor. Not, right now, they're saying nothing on if if she will or will not be at the Super Bowl. because because oh, they'll have to pay. Yeah. She's going to be there. She's going to be there. She's going to be there. You will be paying lots of money if you yeah. take those bets. Exactly. So that's the one they are avoiding, but they are going to be coming out with a list of Taylor Swift prop bets with maybe how many times oh, she's fun. shown, all these fun things. Oh, so we'll have to get that list yes. closer to the big game. Barry Manilow tickets are on the line. Uh, Grant will take four callers. Yes, yes. And um, you can keep playing Mandy if you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many kids do you think were named Mandy because of this song? Oh, probably a lot. It's probably so a lot. Grant's getting the callers. Um, Bruce Springsteen's uh, mother, Adele, has passed away at the age of 98. And, you know, Bruce Springsteen is in The Greatest Night in Pop because he was part of the We Are the World. And he had just ended the Born in the USA tour. So oh, he's yeah. like just 32 and just- in this video. Yeah. And he's got a black leather motorcycle jacket on. But his mom, in, um, she, I think, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's like in 2018. Mm-hmm. But she would often be spotted people are longtime bruce fans at, in the new york shows she would be spotted dancing in his show at, at his, shows. his show oh that's she so sweet just uh yeah she loved dancing at his shows of course she was a big band lover and uh he announced the news in a instagram post saying his mom passed away yesterday and shared some lyrics from his song the wish which talks about mother's day and the memory of listening to his mom get ready for work in the morning, and then a short video of the two of them dancing. Oh, is this Bruce? Yeah. I was going to bring this up in the dirt. I didn't have time. Yeah, Sad news. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, I mean, Bruce is 74 years old. I mean, Michael Douglas got to live a long time with with his dad, because uh, or his mom, I think, died when she was like 102. Wow. Yeah. You don't find a lot of 74-year-olds that still have their mom. So, 
But yeah, she since the early nineties, she would show up at any of her son's shows and be dancing. That's so sweet. I know, and he you would bring her up on stage sometimes. Yeah, he'd and, give her a big kiss while he's playing yeah. guitar. It's so cute. They look at the pictures for sure. Yeah, Google that. The uh, Bruce Springsteen and Mother Adele. I know. All right, let's get our yeah. people. We've got our Mandy people ready to win, even though we're not doing the song. Mandy, they're going to fill in the line on another song. Yes, and so first, first is uh, Carla. All then right. we've got Heather. Then we have Cher, and we have Diane. Oh, All right, gosh. so let's get Carla on the phone. Carla, you don't have any plans on uh, Friday, August 2nd? No, I sure don't. You sure don't. All right, well, maybe all you got to do is fill in the line, okay. finish the song, and then you can take uh, your most Barry Manilow-worthy um, partner in crime to the concert. Right. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. All right. Finish the line. Um. Oh gosh. Um. I know it's at the Copa Copa yep. Cabana. Yep. Um. Oh dang. Time's running out. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, oh shoot. Well, good Heather, Sharon, Diane are clapping for Thank joy. Thank you. Thank oh, you, Carla. Yeah. Try tomorrow if you want. Will do. Thank okay. you. Okay. Bye, Carla. Speaking right. of trying tomorrow, Heather was on yesterday. Heather, how's it going? I got this. Okay, Heather. Heather's committed. Okay. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready. Bring it on. (laughs) They worked from eight till four. They were young and they had each other, but could ask for more. Oh, my God, you guys. I I got vetoed to naming my daughter Lola. (laughs) And my dog is ultimately named Lola. You guys, you have no idea. My mom drove me home from Connecticut and we listened to Barry Manilow every second of the way from Connecticut to Minnesota. Oh. This is everything. You have no idea. We are so excited. My mom and I are in a video from seeing him um, in Las Vegas in a one-night-only show. I mean, we are fanalos to the nth degree. Yes. shaking. Oh, right God. Heather, yay! 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 I'm glad I'm and you, yeah, you, I have heard that his show that one night was like really amazing. And it sounds like everything. this is the show he's bringing on the road. Oh, my gosh. We were in the front row and it was, I mean, it's everything. And we're ta- I'm going to take my, my 11-year-old daughter who was going to be named Lola oh. <laughs> until I got vetoed. So she's going to come with me and I'll bring my mom along some way, somehow. So yeah. oh, I'm so so excited. Well, the tickets. Thank you, ladies. You're so welcome. I'm so excited for you, Heather. Like, yeah. I feel like my heart is exploding for you. Oh, I'm shaking. So okay. Thank you. And, you I've know, been waiting at my desk all good, night. Good. Good. Well, the tickets for Barry Manilow at the Excel Energy Center, August 2nd, go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Perfect. I will snag one for her and we'll make it work. Okay, Heather, stay on the line and, yeah. and Graham will get all your info. Oh. Should we play a little bit of just the Coco regular part yeah. just for a little fun? Just for, yeah. All right. That's uh, so, so funny. I'm so excited for Heather. Like, this is, uh, that went to a very excited person who called in yesterday as well. Yeah. Heartbreaking to lose, but then, man, did she make up for it today. Yeah, she really, really did. Okay, so while Grant is wrapping things up with Heather, I did. Pick up this story because I was like, I'm kind of intrigued about this. So here is the study. 
people keep secrets for all the wrong reasons. Mm. And when you think of all the secret keeping that goes on in the pop culture world, the celebrity world, we see it on, you know, different shows. So um, pretty much everyone harbors a secret or two. There are certain truths people keep to themselves. And the number one reason is always they don't know how people will judge them. I would think either that or embarrassment, right? Or they're embarrassed, they, yeah. but they still don't know what the reaction Which I guess, is. yeah, is like that. I don't know if people would judge me. Yes. Now, surprising new research explains that people should be more open with each other. Why, you ask? Researchers found that when participants push through their fear to reveal a secret, the people they chose to confide in turned out to be significantly more charitable and understanding than anticipated in other words, revealing a secret about yourself, you rarely get the negative reaction that you think, that you imagine that yeah. you're going to get. And this was 12 experiments that were done at the University of Texas at Austin, Oklahoma State University, and University of Chicago. They did it together so that they could you know, compare, contrast, whatever. And what they found is that People miscalibrate the expectations and it's never as bad as you think. It's worse to keep the secret. I live by this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, because there's people, I don't tell everybody everything. Right. But I have, like, my, you know, people that I feel very comfortable to tell anything, anything to. to. Yeah. So I think that, like, because I'm ne- it's never as bad bad as you think and also most people have probably done some of the things you've and, done. And the, apparently what they found is that the expected judgment is always consistently worse than the actual judgment in all these different experiments that they did with people. And people and it was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology which mm-hmm. I haven't been doing very many studies or theories so I've fallen behind in my journal reading. I'm and, not going to lie. We're very angry about that. Yeah, you got to get on that, Lori. And <laughs> um, yeah, the magnitude of what you're revealing it 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 impacts your expectations, and it's never as bad as what you think it is. So go ahead and fess up if there's someone that you do need to fess up to whatever it might be. It's funny. I usually tell you and Julia what's going on with me, either big, bad, ugly, good, or whatever, because I feel like it always, you can feel it in these three hours when we hang out mm-hmm. if I have something like heavy with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not telling the like trauma dump or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes if something's going on, I do end up telling you guys just so you don't ever think something is like I never want that. My big thing is I hate when people go, oh no, is, is there something going on with, you know? And I always think it's we're always worse in everyone's head than yes, the reality. Yeah. So if there is somebody something that you gotta fess up to to somebody, go ahead and do it. Yeah. It's probably not gonna be as bad as you think. And you can always preface it by saying to the person you're telling that I've got a problem and I need your help. Oh, I have used that I've line. Used that very line myself. Yeah. Lori, and then you that, say what it is yeah. that you got to tell them. That's that's exactly that's the best way to go mm-hmm. about it. That and is a magical line. Yeah, mm-hmm. and especially with family. I mean, you say that to any family member, they're going to be there for you for they're the most like, part. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're identifying, you've got a problem, and then you're asking for their help. I I, rem- 
I remember the where I was sitting the moment I asked said those very words. Yeah, I will never. It forget is good it. advice. Yeah. It's great advice you've yeah. given me. Yeah, I've used that because you've said that before for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we come back. What's on TV tonight? We'll hear this. Yeah. And beautiful, the Carol King musical. You will hear this song. And of course, Aretha has a huge hit with it too. Yes, I Aretha. Mean, you know, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I just, you know, they're King. both great. They're both great. Are you going to take your mom? Yes, this yeah. one. Yeah. I didn't get Jersey Boys. I was going to do it. We we, we were going to do it, in the, but they went to Florida. So yeah. I, I, this one I have to see with my yeah, mom. Yeah, you do. Sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. So what is on tonight? Well, if you were a fan of Farmer Wants a Wife, the right? second season oh. is back on Fox. Late. It's, yeah. What is it, 9 o'clock? Start? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Jennifer it. Nettles is the host mm. of Farmer Wants a Wife, if you want to take a peek at that. Um, for you sports fans, the Pro Bowl games are on. It's a skills showdown over there on oh, ESPN. Cool. Didn't know that. You like to know that? Yeah. And then the fourth season premiere of Genius, which is a show that National Geographic has done. Pablo Picasso was one, I think Antonio Banderas played him. It's uh, because February February 1st today, Black History Month. So this um, season on National Geographic for this fourth season, it will focus on the lives of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Yeah. With Calvin Harrison playing Martin Luther King and Aaron Pierre as Malcolm. And so I can't remember who the second season of Genius was on, but it was Pablo Picasso. So it's an anthology and they really take a look and it's a dramatization. So that starts uh, uh, tonight. On the National Geographic Channel, watch what happens live from the movie Argyle. Brian Cranston and Catherine O'Hara, but it They're should be everywhere. A good clubhouse, yes, two hundred million dollar movie, and it might take twenty million in at the box office this weekend. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Brian Cranston is. He'll be fun. The, the yeah, he's house. a good yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a good guest, and then. Um, the limited series Kings from Queen, which is the run DMC story, yeah. is on Paramount Plus. Hopefully, Brittany and I are going to oh. be watching Feud. Uh, hopefully, I'm very excited to watch the first episode. I'm just like praying that I pushed record. I am because I I feel like you sent me home with homework. I did tell you about this last mm-hmm. week. I go yes, look and see if I, you have FX yes, and record it. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah. Or do you? I got a little breaking news. Yeah, some fun stuff. We've been talking about suits today because they won as comeback of the year. Yes. I mentioned a couple days ago that there was this idea of an LA spinoff with oh, a female happening. lead. It has landed a pilot order over on NBC Universal. It is officially coming back. LA, it's about a, and the main character is about a female who's trying to make it as a Hollywood agent, I believe. Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah. This will be great. Will Patrick Adams be on it, in it? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, he'll look a little... he should be in it. Yeah, he's there's why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Uh, Megan Marco won't be making no. a return. Rachel <laughs> no. will not be reappearing, but yeah. the Sussexes are like uh they've got a scripted show. Uh, with a green flag and an unscripted thing. Apparently, he should go back to suits. Uh, like, okay, want her to go back? hear me out because, like, Rachel, she's like trying to find her way in all these Do you things. Think she is. I mean, I think she's very busy with those two little kids. I mean, I know she's busy with the kids, but I know they like try to pick up these projects and be these things and whatever, like with the podcasting and the like. I feel like they're not finding their footing. Well, 
could be could be that they live in Montecito and they're just simply living their lives as rich chicken farmers. Do you think that <laughs> Harry doesn't want something more? Because it has I always has a feeling that Harry wants to do something more. I don't know. So now yeah. they're they're, yeah. they're saying this is going to center around a former federal prosecutor from New York who has re innovated their career representing the most powerful clients in Los yeah. Angeles. Mm-hmm. So not Sounds as a, not an agent, but yeah. yeah. A, a she's lawyer. not ever going to act again. Oh, I know. She didn't no. really like it that much. I also think she probably got looked down not at because she was that in that acting role, which she shouldn't have been, but it probably carries it with her in some way. All those people that were on the USA or the cable or yeah. CD, I mean, this way you like cheer for them when like people are because yes. it, like it was kind of looked down on. Yeah, in reality, when was, Suits was on, Julia and I were like, "Oh, you girls have that corny." Cable channels, you know, yeah. USA, and we're like, white collar is so good with Matt Bomer. <laughs> we're watching it all. Okay, other late night talk shows. Um, Sam Rockwell from Argyle, he'll be sitting down with Ariana DeBose, who's also in Argyle, but Boy George is the musical guest on Jam- Jimmy Fallon. Okay. So that could be good. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel has all of the Dune cast. Timothy Chalamet, oh, wow. Zendaya, wow. Austin Butler, oh. and Florence Pugh. That's worth this. That's worth that's the amazing. watch. Okay, so that's Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Colbert has John Cena and Kwame Alexander, and I think both of those two are in Argyle. They are. Wow. Okay. They are pumping. And then over on Seth Meyers, Larry David. So that could be some good couch. And then yeah. Katie Tour. Tour who's a political correspondent. And then After Midnight, which I don't know if you guys have caught that show. Oh, the news? Yeah, that's it. It follows Colbert, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. the gal. Can't think of her name. I have it on the DVR. But oh, yeah. she has different either comedians or actors. Um, Thomas Lennon tonight and uh, Kel Mitchell and Melissa Villa Senor. Taylor Tomlinson. Taylor yeah, Tomlinson. She's a stand up comedian. Hilarious. And she kind of does like a game show thing and she has them weigh in on different things. Okay. It kind of reminds me Handler? a little bit of how Chelsea Handler did. Yeah. Her, her that was show. fun. That yeah. was a fun show. She was great. So, so, yeah, I like, I like, uh, Thomason. I don't know that I like the rotating cast of people that are coming in and weighing in. Okay. I kind of wish she'd just like, oh. Solidify some spots, and maybe she will. Maybe she's doing that right yeah. now. She's checking to see who she's giving a lot of people who I've never heard of or that have comedy things, or maybe so she is giving a lot of lift, yeah, like to people. Maybe she that's what she's doing, trying out people. You're right. Maybe there will be like a solidification process yeah. of like you're amazing, you're staying, you're not right. I could see that. There's a lot of good TV on, and more importantly, like we're gonna have a lot of these clips tomorrow if we oh, yeah. want. If yeah. we if they're if they step it up, that's right. If, if you're lucky enough to be it. on LoJ after, right. <laughs> I know the my, my talkies <gasps> tomorrow at eight a.m. Who's yes. gonna win? We've got the WTF award and the Ass Hat of the Year. So these are the really wonky ones. Like these are yeah. the ones where we. You don't always know. Like a lot. Of, did we know Barbie was going to win? Yeah. Yes. But we don't really know where people fall. These are the two hardest yeah. categories. And right now, because the, they they're not really black and white like exactly. all the other categories. Pretty pretty much the voters went with black and white. Not anything that was too obscure as far as a choice. And tomorrow, 
I, who is the most black and white choices? I mean, whoever picked Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that's a great one, Chad. Uh, Brad's Chad's and Dad's for asshat. I'm worried that's too uh, obscure general, and yeah. too fine of a point. I, agree. I know. Like Aaron Rodgers is a good one. Elon Musk, okay. And yeah. He should have been overruled because yeah. he won last year for asshat. I think and then, Aaron Rodgers might be a sneaky pick. Me too, especially with just everything that came up. Do you think a lot up. of women even care about him? But with football with this year, with, maybe, women, you maybe. know, with Taylor effect is brought women to the I don't want you know I mean yeah. a lot of women do like football but right yeah, I don't know and so what happens we've got Jason Alexis with two Donna and Steve with three Bradley and Donna at one LoJ at two Donna and Steve can't win one award tomorrow are they take it <laughs> I'm curious I don't know I don't either <laughs> we're gonna have to tune in to find out I'm scared too I will be yes it's been an amazing week we're gonna find out here at the my talk third annual yes. awards it's amazing. You're going to want to be tuned in. Thank you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Congrats on the night bowling there, Lori. Good job.